When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Now it's time for Inside the Clubhouse, a show dedicated to the Chicago baseball fan, featuring the best Chicago baseball conversation, as well as the big MLB topics, along with the biggest names, greatest guests, and listener interaction on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, and always live on the free Odyssey app, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Ed, good morning and happy Saturday to you as the calendar flips to December. We are inside the clubhouse here on 670 The Score. It is our winter meetings preview show and lots of fun on tap for Chicago baseball fans uh, for the next two hours and really for the next week as lots of exciting uh, things bound to happen in Nashville Uh, Our Bruce Levine will be heading there tomorrow. He joins us now, of course, here on Inside the Clubhouse. Bruce, good morning, and uh, lots and lots coming our way this week from Major League Baseball. Mike, uh, with the state of Chicago sports teams, uh, the winter meetings might be the most exciting thing uh, going on in Chicago right now. Starting tomorrow evening, actually uh, later afternoon tomorrow, we will hear about... uh, the uh, committee for the Hall of Fame naming uh, managers, front office people, and umpires. Uh, we're expecting to hear about our friends Lou Pinella and Jim Leland among the group that is uh, eligible to be voted on. And then a uh, full out Monday, Tuesday, partial Wednesday of wall to wall interviewing with managers, front office people, certainly. Chris Getz of the White Sox, uh, Judd, Judd uh, Hoyer of the Chicago Cubs. It's going to be uh, a pretty exciting time with the Otani and Cease information. And we want you to join in our show today at 312-644-6767. We are here from 9 to 11. Mike and I will take your calls, get your ideas about the wants and needs for your Sox teams as they seriously sit eyeball to eyeball with other front office executives in these meetings, Mike. Absolutely. And we are broadcasting live from the Hyundai Score Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. This is going to be a very interactive show today. We want to hear from you, both Cubs and White Sox fans. What are each team's biggest needs? What do they have to do this week in order to be successful and help fill those needs? We'll certainly talk about the free agency rumors and, uh, We'll start there, Bruce, because certainly, uh, as per your reporting and some of the other uh, items we see nationally, the Cubs are one of the main players in just about everything uh, this year. 
And that starts right at the top. And you mentioned his name already, the guy that's going to get the largest contract in sports history, uh, most likely in the next uh, few weeks here. And that is Shohei Otani. And the Cubs are, if uh, by your reporting and everything else that uh, people are saying, it's down to a handful of teams for, for Shohei Otani and, and the Cubs are in that mix. So here's what I do know uh, from talking to enough people in the game and people connected. The Shohei Otani contract, although we don't know how far it's going to go and we don't know who it's going to go to, who will be paying it, will start with a five every year, okay? So he will be the first $50 million-plus player per season in baseball history. Right now, Mike, you have two guys who are making the most money per year in baseball, and uh, they are uh, Verlander and Scherzer. They're both making $43 million a year uh, for one more year. Otani's contract is going to start with a five every year. How many years, how many teams are going to pay him 50-plus for how many years? We still don't know that. We do know that the Chicago Cubs are interested. Our assumption now is that all of the teams that are involved have had Otani come to their city and visit and visit their ballparks, even though he's already been to almost all the ballparks in baseball. Um, seeing the inner workings, he's seen some of them before. Uh, Cubs had their interest in 2017. They were runner-up, one of the runners-up to the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. But what, what we can tell you now is this. The Chicago Cubs, the Toronto Blue Jays, the Los Angeles Dodgers, the Los Angeles Angels, and possibly the... Um, the San Francisco Giants are the main players for Shohei Otani. Atlanta Braves have been uh, talked about. The Mets have been talked about. Uh, those are still possibilities, but we're talking about those four or five as the main teams involved in the Otani runoff here. Now, if you read all the best reporters in the game and you listen to all the best reporters in the game, they will tell you we no less than most people about this than we should at this point for the most uh, interesting free agent in the history of Major League Baseball at this point. Uh, he is not allowing anybody to, to um, talk about his trips there. They don't want to talk about it. It doesn't work to their advantage. But we know that Otani is most likely going to make a decision here sometime in the next week to 10 days. Uh, many reporters assuming, and again, we use the word assuming, that it is going to be um, done sometime in this next week and that uh, Otani will make his pick at that time. Mike, uh, all I can tell you is this. Otani is, has done his due diligence with all the cities. He knows where he wants to go. He knows what he wants to hear. The question is, will the Chicago Cubs be his destination? And I say to you, Mike, why not? Okay. Yeah. You give give I, me a couple reasons why you don't think Otani would come to the Cubs. I 
I think he would come to the Cubs. I think if I, if I'm if I'm Otani, and this is me, this is my brain working here. He's had five years of the Angels, right? He knows what that's like. He they haven't sniffed the playoffs, right? They're not a contender for the World Series. That's with him and Trout on the team. So even though, and I know they are still on his list. To me, they're at the bottom of that list because he's already been there. So unless he wants more of the same, and and that means, as we were just talking about, not being a contender, I, I just don't see him going back to the Angels. That's my assumption. That's my opinion. To me, this comes down to the Cubs and the Dodgers. And I think there's no reason for him not to want to come to the Cubs um, when you talk about international status, when you talk about worldwide fan bases, when you talk about everything that the Cubs can offer a player, both on and off the field. And and finally, and we hear this from everybody, and we, t- we heard this uh, from Cody Bellinger most recently, and he may, of course, be back in the mix. We don't know that as a free agent, but how much he loves and how much the players love the playing experience at Wrigley Field, the Cubs organization, uh, great for players, and all that goes around with being a Chicago Cub. To me, it to me, it's a Cubs-Dodgers race, and that is, again, my opinion based on just everything that you read. I don't see him going to Toronto. Uh, I don't see him going back to the Angels. But I think the Cubs are a serious contender, and I think financially – the Cubs are certainly one of the teams that can afford this, and the Cubs are certainly one of the teams that, on the business side, would maximize what they earn from having Shohei Otani on their team. So I'm not even, you know, when you talk about baseball budgets and balancing the books, whatever, to me, Otani is that unicorn. He's going to have lots of extra things that come with him that are beneficial to the club and let's face it to the Chicago baseball fan base to have the the best player in the world here for however many years it would be if he does choose to sign 312-644-6767 that's the number to get in inside the clubhouse with me and Mike Esposito we're here for you from 9 to 11 again taking your calls the winter meeting starting up tomorrow what do you want for your socks for your cubs is it an Otani? Is it four or five players back for Dylan Cease from the White Sox? We are here for you again for the next two hours. And uh, Mike, <clears throat> with besides Otani, what type of impact does Otani have on the rest of the free agents out there? Okay, so the, the pitching market is not necessarily impacted by Otani right now. Since he's not going to be pitching in 2024, uh, the agents for the free agents out there, the, the teams that are going to make trades, not necessarily impacted by Otani. The rest of the markets, I think, are, are impacted by Otani here. Okay, Certainly the Cody Bellinger market uh, out there as far as being one of the impact left-handed hitting bats out there, first baseman, center fielder, his, his market is impacted by Otani. Okay? Teams that do not get... Otani are most likely going to be interested in Bellinger. So Mm -hmm. with that in mind, a left-handed power bat like Bellinger, certainly for the Chicago Cubs, certainly for the New York Yankees, certainly for the San Francisco Giants. uh, These are are teams that are going to be at the forefront for trying to sign Bellinger. But 
with Scott Boris, the agent for Bellinger, uh, using his usual savvy, waiting around for the right time to strike. My guess is he will not sign until a uh, Otani deal is done. Right. That makes sense, and uh, you would think they would let Otani uh, get his business done just because it will be such a, a game-changer of a contract, and then you see who's left, who did not uh, land Otani, and uh, who's going to have that money to spend. But it is certainly going to be a fun uh, week. I know uh, you're looking forward to the uh, the winter meetings here coming up this week in Nashville, and it's going to be a fun offseason seeing as the Cubs being a big player and uh, we haven't mentioned, and we will get to certainly uh, the best pitcher, the best starting pitcher out there on the market. His name is Yoshinobu Yamamoto, the three-time MVP in the Pacific League in Japan. He's 25, uh, coming out of the uh, Japanese posting system, and uh, we're looking at a another huge number uh, that what is to be expected for Yamamoto uh, as a 25-year-old stud starter and uh, what will be uh, in this market, Bruce. And we, we will certainly get to that momentarily. Yeah, I mean, uh, the biggest contract for a, a Japanese pitcher was Tanaka with the Yankees uh, 10 years ago. That was $144 million. Uh, with uh, Yamamoto, it's going to go far beyond that. It's going to go into the $200 million area. Uh, will it be... 25, 26, 27, 30 million dollars a year. A lot of people are projecting the contract could go as high as 240 or 250 million dollars for what people consider a slam dunk as far mm-hmm. as him being able to come over from Japan and uh, that translate uh, figuratively and literally into him being a top pitcher here. And with the Japanese players, if you look historically, uh, through um, the history of Japanese players coming over here posting and being signed, it, the pitchers have certainly done a lot better than the, the hitters when it comes to uh, being stars in Major League Baseball after being stars in Japan. And Mike, uh, in, in this case, at age 25, you know, normally a lot of these posted Japanese pitchers are older at that time, but he's, in, he's a pro... He's an experienced guy that started very young in his career in Japan. And at 25, he is just looked, looked, looked at as a guy that teams will be comfortable giving a 10-year deal to. And, and that, that is shocking to hear that, um, you know, a player who has never pitched in the United States will be looking at a contract for 10 years, maybe averaging $30 million a year. Well, it's pretty phenomenal, and I know a lot of people here in the United States do not uh, follow the Japanese league and their statistics, but if you look at this guy, and, and I've got him in front of me here, Bruce, 2021, 18 and 5, 2022, 15 and 5, last season, 17 and 6, ERAs in the mid ones for a guy who's uh, an ace starting pitcher, and as you mentioned, the other key. Uh, to this whole thing, right, is that he is 25 years old. And uh, the numbers that I've just read are pretty astounding, regardless of what league you're in. And we've seen Japanese pitchers come here uh, and have that success. So to me, this is a uh, this is a, a name to watch. And 
fascinating, really, when you think about it, too, the, the top two or two of the top, I don't say they're one and two, maybe, but uh, are Japanese players. And you have Otani, you have Yamamoto. And how much does the fact that the Cubs already have, say, a Suzuki on the roster, what is he telling uh, his countrymen and the guys that he plays with on the Japanese team? Uh, what is you Darvish and that experience with the Cubs? Does that have any impact on any of the other Japanese players here, like Otani, like Yamamoto? Because to me, I would think that would work in the Cubs' favor. What What do you think? Well, I, I mean, look, uh, having another Japanese player on the team, it seems to people that that makes sense, that you have another person to, to deal with, another professional that you played against. Uh, as a part of it. I don't think that's a deciding factor when you're talking about going to a city, Mike, for the next uh, six, eight, ten years and uh, getting paid $50 million plus a year. I don't think that's a deciding factor for uh, Otani moving forward. I I think it's a nice element of it. It might make him feel better about it uh, going there. But again, just like the conversation we heard, well, well, if anything gets out about Otani being in a certain city, those teams are automatically going to be eliminated by Otani and his people as places he would go. Certain things you hear, they, they just don't make any sense. Okay. <laughs> in this case, be a nice thing that, uh, that Suzuki is there, probably be a relaxing thing for him. Not a deciding factor as to whether he's going to spend the next 10 years at Clark and Addison. I I would think it would be an intangible, though, one of those uh, extra factors that if, uh, you know, if it comes down to, you know, where he's feeling even it's it's a positive, certainly in in the Cubs direction. We want to get your input on this at 312-644-6767 as we head into the winter meetings this week. Uh, let's get out to the phones. Let's start in Park Ridge, and we have Tony on the line. Tony is first up on Inside the Clubhouse. Good morning, Tony. I'm sorry. I uh, I think that uh, this Otani thing for the Cubs is just a big PR PR stunt. There's no way they're going to they're going to sign him. But the Cubs are the Cubs are great at garnering all this uh, uh, all this free publicity by keeping themselves out there in front of the Otani. Uh, in the Otani uh, talks, uh, it's the Dodgers hands down. The Dodgers are going to offer more money. The Dodgers are a West Coast team. And, you know, God love the Cubs. I'm a a great Cubs fan. They're still not the organization that the Dodgers are. Tony, there's one element, and, and you make a lot of good points, but there's one element that you can't count on. When he was a free agent last time, did anyone think the Los Angeles Angels were going to be the team that he went to? No, that's a, that's, that is a great point, but uh, there it is. Uh, you know that that West Coast factor comes into play comes into play there. Yeah, and I just I, I mean go go look at look at history. I hey, mean, look, Tony, if you Cubs were if you were the Cubs, the, have the Cubs signed what ever uh, signed what? I mean, go back and look at the history. I mean, if the Cubs ever signed the number one, you know, the, the, the number one, the top free agent, even last year. I mean, God love, we got Dansby Swanson, but you know, he wasn't. Uh, he, he wasn't one of the top. Well, I think the name John player. Lester comes to mind. You think John Lester was a top free agent that was out there in 2014? 
number one I uh, boy. My memory can't go back that far. Yeah. <laughs> well and, and yeah. Tony also All we right. appreciate Thanks the call. Lot, Bruce, we also had the Cubs uh, with Alfonso Soriano. I don't know what year that was, but he was certainly uh, the big fish in the free agent market that year. Yeah. Um, it's I don't think it's a matter of the Cubs willing to pony up money at this point, and especially for a guy like Otani. I think the answer to that is yes, they absolutely will do that. I think they are poised to spend a lot of money this offseason. The question really, and no one knows, I mean, uh, neither of us know the mind of Shohei Otani, but it's going to come down to, personal preference, what his wish list is in terms of what he wants to see organizationally and, and uh, you know, personally, lifestyle-wise, you know, where does he want to live? Does he like cold weather? I mean, dumb things like that, like, you know, that you, you, you can't really factor in there. You know, is this something that's going to sway uh, Otani one way or the other? It's, it's, it's certainly going to be a fascinating so, process to watch here. Mike, to answer Tony... Soriano in 2006 offseason going to 2007, $126 million, okay? Uh, in 2014, John Lester, $155 million, okay? In 2015, <clears throat> Jason Hayward, $184 million, yep. okay? So if you're, if you're going to say the Cubs aren't going to spend that kind of money, it's not really based on recent history. Uh, if you don't, I, I understand it's nine years ago that they signed uh, Lester, okay, and it's going to be, uh, you know, that long here for Hayward. The Hayward thing didn't work out as far as statistical uh, results from every, every other part of it. I think uh, it was a big win for them. The reality yeah. is this team will spend the most money when they feel. It's the time, and I think that Mr. Ricketts and his family feel this is the time to put that money out there. You don't just bluff your way through a situation like Shohei Otani. Yep. Bruce, a uh, bunch of texts coming in, and the text number, again, 312-644-6767, same as our dial-in line, uh, about starting pitching and specifically Tyler Glasnow from the Rays. He's been mentioned as a trade target and a guy that Tampa, due to his uh, escalating salary will deal in the off season. What's the latest intel you have on Tyler Glasnow? Well, Glasnow is a one-year deal. Okay, uh, he pitched the most innings of his career last year, his sixth year in the major leagues, at uh, 120 innings last year as a starting pitcher, 21 starts. Magic stuff, 98, 99 miles an hour at his peak. Great breaking ball. Great makeup. Everything checks out on him except for the uh, health injury, which is hasn't been great over the years. Uh, pitched okay at the end of last year. Had a couple of starts at the end that weren't great. But, again, he's going to go to a team that has uh, the ability to give Tampa – a couple of good young players, preferably probably pitchers in return. And the Chicago Cubs are on that list. They are making, uh, uh, they're making their mark as far as making this, having discussions for top pitchers, and the Cubs are in on, uh, on, on him. So Glasnow is uh, certainly somebody that they would only control for a year. Mike, you have to say, well, how much are you going to give up 
for Glasnow? Would you give them uh, Wesneski and Assad in a deal for Glasnow and take the $25 million contract? Is that a deal that you would make, Mike? So Glasnow, in my mind, and when healthy, and you mentioned the big caveat with him, but he is an ace. He is number one starter. He is a guy that you would slot in, no disrespect to Justin Steele, but he's a guy that you would you would slot in as your number one, in my mind, Justin Steele being the 1A there. But that's, that's a number one pitcher if you're going this year, and especially if you uh, have plans or think you would like to keep uh, Glass now around. Then yeah, I mean, I love Javier Assad. I think Hayden Wesneski, the you know, the jury's still out on on what we've seen from him. But to me, these are guys that um, you know you you can deal with. I don't I don't see either of them being top of the rotation guys. If you if you are of that mind that you want uh, number one rotation, uh, number one starter stuff there with Tyler Glass now, that is a deal that that you would make. But of course, um, you know that is. That is a Jed Hoyer question. It'll be fascinating to see, but you mentioned that Tampa is going to want pitching. It'll be curious to see what Tampa is able to get for a one-year rental on Tyler Glass now. And that is uh, one of the main storylines as we join us here uh, heading into the winter meetings. We are late for a break, Bruce. When we come back, more of your calls. Josh, Anthony, Chris, everyone else on hold. Please stick around. Ryan Dempster will join us at the top of the 10 o'clock hour to talk all things MLB offseason and free agency. We'll also talk White Sox. Will Dylan Cease and Aloy Jimenez, among others, be dealt this week? All of that is still to come. He's Bruce Levine. I'm Mike Esposito. This is Inside the Clubhouse on Chicago Sports Radio 670 to score. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Swing and a miss, strike three on a slider, and Lee throws to first. No advancement from Melendez at third, and suddenly that productive out is off the board on two strikeouts. Pretty good slider from Dillon. This ball in the dirt, Waters expands his zone, Corey once again blocks one down. 
We're back with more Inside the Clubhouse on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. And always live on the free Odyssey app, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. And that highlight, certainly something we've heard hundreds of times over the last few years on the south side. Dylan Cease striking out a batter on that slider. Highlight courtesy NBC Sports Chicago. He's Bruce Levine. I'm Mike Esposito. This is Inside the Clubhouse. I'm in for David this week. And Bruce, uh, that is one of the hotter rumors and hotter uh, stoves, so to speak, that we will talk about uh, until it happens. I think it's very likely that it happens. And that is the trading of Dylan Cease by the White Sox. So there's no real timeline uh, forcing Chris Getz, the general manager of the White Sox, to trade Dylan Cease today, tomorrow, next week, or the week after. As a matter of fact, it's probably to his advantage that he waits until Blake Snell, who is the reigning Cy Young Award winner in the National League, and a free agent this offseason, Jordan Montgomery, uh, Yamamoto, uh, all the top pitchers who are free agents out there to sign first. Because, Mike, uh, if you're, you're looking to negotiate uh, with teams, you're, you're going to want to look uh, at teams like the Dodgers, the Braves, the Orioles, um, the Cardinals, who are still looking for starting pitching. You throw you know the Chicago Cubs into that as well, uh, whether the factor is that he's uh, a former Sox pitcher and they've already made that trade the other way uh, yeah. would make make it into a bizarre situation, an interesting one nonetheless. But the fact remains, if if Snell signs somewhere else, Montgomery signs this week, okay, um, you, you see um, maybe uh, Bieber or Burns traded uh, this week with one year left remaining on their contracts. Then all of a sudden the pitching market becomes nil and the teams who most need starting pitching is, is like everybody uh, in mm-hmm. the world. Uh, all of a sudden Dylan Cease, maybe instead of getting your first, third, and tenth prospect, brings you back four prospects in the top 12 or 13 from an organization. And again, you have to be uh, uh, open-minded enough to understand that it's subjective when you're talking about different organizations and one, three, and five, or 10 pick. It just depends how deep those organizations are in real talent. Uh, th- that's the caution there. But nonetheless, there's, there's nothing forcing Chris Getz to make that trade here at the winter meetings. No, and you mentioned it too, right? Cease has elite stuff. Not the best year this past year, but uh, runner-up to the American League Cy Young last year, two seasons ago, I should say, and two years of cost control. So that is certainly, when you look at free agent contracts that will be handed out this offseason to starting pitchers, if you look at Dylan Cease as a two-year, we're going to trade for this guy and, and get two max years out of him and then see what happens, you're, you're saving money, but you're also getting... Uh, what should be a pretty high-end starting pitcher that can help you win immediately, and that is the attractiveness there. And I find it funny, Bruce, this is just my own brain, that for many years we talked about the Cease and Aloy Jimenez trade for Jose Quintana from the Cubs when the Cubs were going for it, whatever year that was, 17, I believe it was. Uh, And those are the two guys, (laughs) as I'm staring here at my notepad, that we're talking about the Sox possibly trading this week, our Cease 
and Aloy Jimenez. So I'll ask you about the other name there, and that is Aloy, a middle-of-the-order bat, but we know the limitations there. What, uh, what, what say you on teams that might be uh, most interested in a guy like Eloy Jimenez? Well, here, here's the good news, and, and let's let's get back to uh, Cease for one second before we move on to Jimenez, sure. uh, Mike. The, the most attractive thing about Cease is he's got two years of contract control. Only $8.8 million is a projected salary for him this year, maybe 13 or 14 next year, which is money that fourth, fifth, and sixth starters are getting right now. Lance yep. Lynn... Uh, and uh, Kyle Gibson signed with the Cardinals for a similar money to be the fourth and fifth starters for the Cardinals this year. So in Cease, you get an economic bargain for two years, a guy to help you win for two years. Here's the most intriguing part of Cease. He's a strikeout pitcher, a swing and miss pitcher, and he has not missed a start since 2019. Okay. Uh, You know, the... The best ability is reliability, that old term that's yep. overused right now. I'll use it again. You know you're going to get a start and a quality start from Cease. Did he have flaws last year in his delivery? Was he up there among the walk leaders in baseball again, along with Michael Kopech? Yes, he was. But there's nobody out there that doesn't think that Dylan Cease can come back and be a dominant pitcher again, and that is what people will be trading for with the White Sox. Absolutely. And you mentioned the salaries. And while that is still good money in, you know, the the real world, which I'll put in air quotes, in the baseball world, it's 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 Lance Lynn money. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the Cardinals and their signing of old starting pitchers uh, at some point later in the show. But to me, Cease is a very valuable trade ship to the White Sox. And uh, as a team that is clearly restocking and not looking at contention in 2024, but as uh, part of a go-forward plan, I mean, how do you restock as fast as possible as you you trade a guy like Dylan Cease? You might not like it, but to me, that's the fastest way to get to your your next uh, good team. Before we go to the phone lines at 312-644-6767, we're continuing to talk Otani as well, but Absolutely. You know, with 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 the situation with Cease, you know, you have uh, the ability to also hold on to him. Do you have to trade Dylan Cease now? Do you have to trade him uh, by the end of the holidays? Do you have to trade him by spring training? Do you have to trade him by the trading deadline? Regardless, somebody is going to get two years of a high one or two pitcher in a rotation going for you whenever you trade for him. Now, the risky part for the the, the White Sox would be he goes to spring training, he gets hurt, everything's off the board. You're in a rebuild situation, and your number one chip uh, that you had to trade was not traded, and he's not helping you either. So I don't think it gets that far, Mike. I do think that uh, if, if and when Chris Getz and his people – here, the right names coming back for Cease. Um, they will pull the trigger. 312-644-6767 is our number. That's Bruce Levine. I'm Mike Esposito. This is Inside the Clubhouse. Talking to you, the Chicago baseball fan, as we head back out to the phones. And down in Springfield, Chris is on Inside the Clubhouse. Morning, Chris. 
morning, and bear with me because I hardly get on. Um, so I want to stay on with you. Uh, you answered two of my questions, I think, and I think Otani won't go with the Dodgers because they always try to offer trash. They never offer their good prospects. And where do you think Burns will go? And on Cease, I thought uh, Getz wanted to trade him a day before the winter meeting said he didn't want to deal with Boris. So I guess that means he doesn't have to deal with Boris where Cease is concerned. No, and he the, doesn't. He's under contract for the next two years. So so he's he's clear of having to, as you say, deal with Boros until okay. after the 2025 season. And my other question is, besides the one Japanese pitcher, there's two more. Uh, they haven't declared free agency yet. What do you know about them? Are they? I, they're almost starting pitchers too, aren't they? Or what? What do you know about? Well, there's one left-handed uh, starting pitcher, and, and then there's a left-handed bullpen pitcher that is going to be out there. I think before those guys get signed, my guess is that um, Yamamoto gets signed because their agents are going to be smart enough to know that Yamamoto will also set the market for pitchers and Japanese pitchers as well. Uh, once he is off the market, and the assumption is that he's going to sign relatively soon, um, then the, the marketplace again goes up for the remaining pitchers out there. And that'll include the uh, Japanese pitchers that are remaining out there that are posting right now. Uh, the, one thing about the, the, Jap the one thing about the Japanese pitchers that you have to understand after they post, Mike, they have 30 days, okay, before yep. they, they must sign within 30 days or else they go back to Japan. So there is a, there is a time limit for them. It'll be interesting to see what kind of money Yamamoto gets, Bruce, and Chris, appreciate the call. Uh, let's head out. Uh, let's knock out another call here before we break. Plainfield, uh, Anthony is there, and Anthony is now in Inside the Clubhouse. Morning, Anthony. Good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, so the whole, you know, with Otani, it, it's very interesting, right? Because, like, obviously everybody's going to be offering him the same type of contract, years, money per year, all that other stuff. And now you're starting to see the reports of him narrowing his list, right? Cubs being on it, Dodgers being on the Angels. You made the point earlier about the Angels, right? And I, I, I do agree. I, I, I think that's just more of like, hey, you know, I've been with you guys. I'm going to keep you on your list. I'm going to keep listening. But I, I don't really see them in play. And so to me, the breakdown here is the Dodgers being, you know, his hometown, right? The, the West Coast uh, for him, his comfort zone. And then he has the Cubs, which he had as a finalist way back when, when he first came over. So to me, the Cubs are the team, in my opinion, that he truly is looking forward to wanting to play for, the excitement to play in at Wrigley, versus the Dodgers being the comfort of staying in L.A. and, and being on the West Coast. And that's the breakdown here. And I think that's how he's going to determine his, his, his choice. Does he want to play for the team that he's, he's probably wanted to play for since coming over from the state or from you know, Japan or staying, you know, staying home? And I think the dollars are going to be very similar, and both are going to give him a chance to win. And I think that's your breakdown. Yeah, thanks for your call. Mike, uh, the creativity of the contract is going to surprise people. He's going to have an opt-out in uh, numerous years of this deal, whoever he signs with. Uh, the AAV, which is the annual average 
uh, amount of the salary is, as I said, going to be over $50 million a year. How much higher? We don't know, depending on the amount of years. I think some teams will offer less years and higher uh, AAVs for him uh, because of the fact that there is an opt-out. So Otani will be in total control of his contract. If it's for 10 years, Mike, he has an opt-out after three and after five. So he's, he's in total control to go somewhere else. And it's not necessarily, oh, he can make more money. No, it's more of, hey, uh, this isn't quite working out the way it I want it to. I'm not going to sit here with this team like I did with the Angels for six years and wait for them to get to the playoffs. I'll be able to jump, okay? So the money yep. is going to be there. The question is, how much does winning uh, have to do with the opt-outs that are going to be involved in this contract? Lots more on Shohei Otani. Lots more on Dylan Cease. We have to take a quick timeout. Uh, Josh from Crystal Lake, everyone else uh, that is still on hold, please stay there. We will get to you in our next segment. We'll also talk more about Yoshinobu Yamamoto. You don't know his name very well yet, but you will get to know it very well over the next few years. Uh, the the best starting pitcher coming over from Japan uh, in a long time, and he's going to get a ton of money in this offseason. We'll talk to him. We'll talk to Ryan Dempster at the top of the 10 o'clock hour, talk all things Cubs and all things free agency with Demp. We'll talk about the upcoming Hall of Fame vote from the Contemporary Baseball Era Committee. Uh, some familiar names there, and we'll continue to talk to you. And a quick reminder, coming up at 2 this afternoon, you'll be able to hear this week's episode of Take the North with David Haw and Dan Wiederer talking all things Bears at the bye week. Then at 2.30, Danny Parkins and Andrew Filipponi preview the NFL weekend with this week's episode of First and Pod. All that coming up at 2 right here on The Score and the Odyssey app. Again, more of your calls, and we'll talk more Yamamoto and Otani when we return. It's Inside the Clubhouse on Chicago Sports Radio 6. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. 
We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Heavenly the score. I'm going to tell you something that you all should know. Chicago is the greatest place I ever know. I'm going to stay in this town. I'm going to live in this town. I'm going to live in Chicago. It's the greatest place around. The Cubs and Sox are off for the winter, but inside the clubhouse starts the hot stove discussion now. David and Bruce take a look at which free agents and trades the Cubs and Sox should explore. Will they trade for a top pitcher or player? Is free agency the way the North and South Siders go? Who's on David Ross or Pedro Grafol's wish list? You help them make the call. 312-644-6767. And will the best free agent pitcher out on the market be Chicago-bound? It's Mike Esposito in for David alongside Bruce Levine here on Inside the Clubhouse on The Score. And Bruce, uh, not a lot of familiarity yet uh, with Major League audiences uh, with Japanese starting pitcher Yoshinobu Yamamoto, but the scouts love him and his numbers back that up. Uh, 25 years old, has won the equivalent of the Cy Young Award three years in a row in uh, Japan. Uh, Average over the last three years, 1.21 ERA, 98-mile-an-hour fastball, five pitches, all for strikes. Uh, What what should people not like about him other than the (laughs) fact that he hasn't pitched in uh, the United States? Now, Mike, they say, well, he's not big. He's like a... The size of a Pedro Martinez. I'll take that. Yeah, 100%. I'm okay with that. Yes. I'm okay with a 5'9 and a half and 175 or 180 pounds. If you throw like that and uh, you've had those results, that's what he's going to get paid for. And it is unique because there haven't been, you know, many pitchers. You know, you have Darvish, you know, certainly that had a huge contract. You have Tanaka, they got a huge contract. You go back to uh, the 90s and, uh, you know, Boston uh, gave out a huge contract for a Japanese pitcher. But the the reality is, is that uh, there is that great unknown of, well, they all adjusted well. How will Mr. Yamamoto uh, be able to adjust after he has to live up to a eight-year, $250 million contract? That is the unknown Mm -hmm. about bringing a pitcher over. But nonetheless, that looks like the way it's going to go. And the Chicago Cubs are certainly interested in him. Uh, People are listening out there. Their heads are spinning, Mike, because they're saying, okay, they're going to be in on Otani. Okay, that's going to be how many hundreds of millions of dollars. They're going to be in on Yamamoto. They're still in on Bellinger. They will trade for other pitchers like... um, Uh, you know, like glass now that are making $25 million a year. Is it a money tree that is being uh, grown on the north side of Chicago? Will Mr. Ricketts and his family allow Jed Hoyer to spend as much as they want to spend 
to uh, finish off a playoff and World Series run the next four or five years. I would have to say, if it's practical and it makes sense from the uh, amount of money that they want to spend, and again, spending 100 or $200 million a year extra this never seems very practical, I think the Cubs are in. Okay, I really do. I don't think they're just going to write a blank check to everybody, but I think that if it makes sense baseball-wise and it's explained from Hoyer and uh, from the front office to the uh, Ricketts family, I think that the money's going to be there. I agree with you. And, uh, you know, we've talked to Crane Kenny right here on this show, and, you know, he jokingly says his job is to get the old wheelbarrow of cash and bring it down to, to Jed to fund baseball operations. And I think a lot of what we're talking about, especially Otani, makes sense not only on the baseball side, but certainly on Crane Kenny's business side. And, and that is certainly... Uh, something the Cubs will take into consideration. We need to take another quick timeout. When we return, we will be joined by Ryan Dempster from MLB TV, the co-host of Intentional Talk. You also, of course, know him from his days with the Cubs and Marquee Sports Network. Demp will join us next, talking all things Cubs and free agency, coming up here on Inside the Clubhouse on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.